I always tell my students or anybody that'll listen that art is essentially a social thing. It's about people relating to each other and through the through the work they do, through the words they say and write and all that kind of stuff. So um, it's a social activity. Uh, we decide what art is through social agreements. And so um, I think digital media, Facebook, social media, whatever you want to call it, all these things is, has really expanded the, the, the ability to connect with people. And then the, uh, uh, the next step is to actually go out and meet people. Welcome to the Studio Break Podcast. I'm your host, David Linaway. For today's 71st episode, we have Brian Frank on, who just snuck in for a studio visit and a chat with me before he took off. Again, Brian is the head honcho over at RACA, or Rural America Contemporary Art in Minnesota. You'll want to check out those links, and also be sure to check out his own website and art at poorfarmart.com. And again, just a reminder that we did have an interview back in the summer to talk about his series of Black Madonna works, and that was Highlight Episode 21 in case you want to listen to it, so please go ahead and check that out. Once again, we are a podcast and blog site. We feature a variety of different interviews with artists. Each of our posts have links to the artist's websites, images of their work, as well as these in-depth interviews which shed light on their practice and current goings-on in the studio, so please enjoy them. Again, you can access all of the old episodes through the archive feature right there on the left sidebar, so please make sure to peruse all of those. Again, there's a lot of great interviews that you probably missed, so please go ahead and check them out. We also hope that if you like them, you can share them with all of the handy functional buttons right there on Studio Break. Of course, if you know of anybody that would be interested in this podcast, please share it, and that's about it. Stay tuned. Brian Frank is coming up. Welcome to Studio Break. We're, we're doing this impromptu uh, discussion. I have Brian Frank over in my apartment. He's dropping off uh, work from uh, the last Raqqa art show, so we're going to talk to him about what's going on with his practice and, and Raqqa, of course. So It's a great pleasure to be here, David. And you, you are just totally kidding about being in your apartment. We're actually in southern France, and I can feel a gentle breeze coming <laughs> off the Mediterranean. Uh, we're not in this gray, hideous Chicago environment <laughs> winter. <laughs> with with spiraling trees going on endlessly. <laughs> just, just, I it, don't know. It, it's there's, death, man. It's death. Well, there, there is something, uh, there's something to that, though. You know? Yeah, and it, yeah. It's, it, it strikes me immediately. It makes me think about the way that, and sorry, this will be straightforward, Brian, but the way that it reminds me of the, the way that we're similar, at least to me. Um, you know, I think about having these times to kind of reflect away from the landscape. And right. it's not mm-hmm. that I'm primarily like a, you know, somebody that sits out and does plein air painting all the time. But there's something to that kind of taking a break to kind of appreciate it, you know, that kind of experiential I don't know, kind of way of being, I guess. I yeah, don't know. I totally agree with you. It's like a cycle. I mean, honestly, if we were sitting in southern France feeling the Mediterranean, we wouldn't be talking into these microphones. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> we wouldn't be doing business. We'd be hanging out. So you're absolutely right. I think there's a cycle to things. And, you know, I've noticed um, in my years of making my own work, my mind, my body, everything kind of responds to that natural cycle. And the work changes. I have winter work. I have summer work. And it's it's really interesting how that is. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And it it's it's something to think about, too, because I think, I think, you know, and we've discussed this, you know, um, some artists are so driven that they're going to just continue this one body of work. Right. Um, and, you know, we talked earlier about, you know, in your in your specific work, you've you've now kind of 
set up this thing where you've branched out in a number of different directions so right. that you can kind of kind of skate all those different avenues. Right, right. You know? I think that's a that is the privilege of our age, I think, is the ability to just sort of not think of your work as sort of this one thing that you're developing, but as a kind of a multifaceted creature that you uh, somehow bring to life and i think that's an important way to think about your work um and again that that's the the response to the seasons is part of that um one of the things i love about living and making um my work in a rural environment is the fact that i do respond to those seasons you know the the sort of things around my life aren't entirely there to totally protect me from those uh those changes sure and i think and i think again um in your case specifically and having uh visited the wonderful poor farm um, Thank you. Is, there's something. There's something to be said about being able to be able to escape. A, um, I don't know. Being in a world where that that's really busy, you know, or really uh, compartmentalized uh, to the point that you have to kind of be, you know, making sure that you're you're doing your daily tweets to, you know, raise awareness about something that you're doing. You know, there's something to be said about just being again uh, in the studio or being in some kind of reflective. Uh, uh, you know, state of being. Yeah, it's definitely, it's, you're absolutely right. I mean, it can be easily romanticized, but at the same time, I think it's, um, it again has to do with that kind of this developing a sensitivity towards your, your environment, towards your own rhythms, your own artwork, uh, you know, by extension of all those things. So yeah, absolutely. That's and, one of, yeah. And I have to, I have to interject this anecdotal, uh, uh thing. Um, sure. It, Cause it just reminds me of something that Louis CK, uh, said recently. Mm -hmm. I don't know on what talk show, but he was, he was talking about essentially how people just have lost the, the capacity to be alone with their own thoughts. They have, yep. You know, I totally they're, agree. they're always kind of connected to something. So I don't know. That's something that's always been interesting to me. It makes me makes me jealous that I'm not driving all over uh, creation, <laughs> dropping off artwork. Uh, <laughs> yeah, 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 <laughs> like yeah. Santa Claus. Yeah, it's kind of busy. <laughs> um, well, but there's something about that stillness or being in that environment. You know, you're just driving and seeing mm -hmm. Prairie Land mm -hmm. or something mm -hmm. like that. So. Mm -hmm. Um, but so you you've been dropping off work today. Yeah, um, uh, the last couple of days I, I came down from Minnesota to uh, re I had uh, put together a, a rural American contemporary art show up at the uh, St. Peter Art Center in, in St. Peter, Minnesota, and uh, David was uh, kind enough to donate some work for that or contribute to the show, so I was very happy about that. Um, and anyway, I'm uh, just. Uh, 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 dropping it all off to the artists, yeah. So, so what's uh, what's the news with Raka? Is there is there something juicy for us? Something that's coming up? Yeah, we have. Uh, well, our magazine, our long, <laughs> it's turned into every two year magazine. I think finally is coming out. It should be well to see. This probably won't be. Uh, it, it's coming out soon, um, and probably we'll be sure, today. We'll actually. be sure to update all of this, of course. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Hindsight but, is. Uh, and editing is, yeah, you know, 2020. Yeah. Oh, man, it's hard. I'll tell you, doing these magazines, even though it's online, I'm glad, you know, it's not a print magazine, but there's so much detail work to get it right. Mm -hmm. So it's gone through quite a few edits, and it should be ready today. Um, so I'm hoping I can release it tomorrow or the next day. So um, And so this is going to profile how many how many artists? Uh, it's profiling the, the, the artist that we're profiling is Ron Jackson. Um, he's a painter from southern uh, central Illinois, uh, uh, an older gentleman. Uh, he's been making his work for many, many years. So we have a uh, review of his show that happened, well, now about a year ago in, at the, in Peoria. And nothing more rocker than Peoria. Right, right. And, uh, and then uh, um, a discussion, a little biography of him. So there's kind of two articles on him. And then there's some others, a couple poetry submissions. A, a woman, Patricia Kane Lake, up in uh, Duluth, Minnesota, is writing about just living where she lives in her studio. And it's a pretty amazing story. And she's a terrific painter as well. Um, we have a submission from an actor. 
um, um, Minnesota actor, um, Todd Peterson, um, who's now in Honduras, but he's uh, just writing about the love of his life. So it's a, a love letter from Todd. And uh, and uh, that's and then a couple other things. It's it's really interesting. I mean, and especially you know, uh, you know, since I'm in that job job season, and you know, many many of my peers are that are, you know, looking artists for, look, looking looking yeah. for work. You know, you kind of start thinking about how you're, I don't know, building a community. And it, it strikes me always that our conversations kind of also talk about that. You know, right. uh, the way that uh, community works, but also you you've kind of really kind of been able to kind of have this online presence but then it's now um i don't know connecting to all these other people in in the real world i mean is is that been something that's been um pretty interesting in terms of who you who you've met through oh yeah it's been absolutely fantastic well i'm sitting here in your place near sure near you know it's like kind of amazing to me that yeah this is totally through these online connections and I mean, art, I always tell my students or anybody that'll listen that art is essentially a social thing. It's about people relating to each other and through the through the work they do, through the words they say and write and all that kind of stuff. So um, it's a social activity. Uh, we decide what art is through social agreements. And so um, I think digital media, Facebook, social media, whatever you want to call it, all these things is, has really expanded the, the, the ability to connect with people. And then the uh, uh, the next step is to actually go out and meet people and go and, like, again, come here and hang out. And so curating these shows that I've been doing is, is exciting for me um, to, for that reason. Sure, sure. And so is, is there anything else coming up then in, in the future in terms of, I think you were saying, that are you curating for Raqqa then? Yeah, I'm doing of... another show up in Minneapolis of just Minnesota artists. Um, the McKnight Foundation asked me to... Um, uh, curate a show in their offices in in Minneapolis, and these are just and McKnight is a granting a, uh, agency of Minnesota. It's a fantastic uh, organization that gives that's very generous to the arts, and they invited me to curate a show in their they have a gallery space in their main office in Minneapolis, and so I'm curating a show of um, gee I think about nine ten different artists. Uh, that will be up for six months, and they're actually paying me. This is my first Raqqa activity where I get paid, <laughs> which is sort of rare. to me like, yeah, well, actually not even rare. It hasn't happened. So, um, yeah, this is. I hope it get, becomes more, more common, but <laughs> it's, sure, it's very sure. cool. So that was wonderful. Um, so uh, that's, that's – and I'm trying to think. I think that's – oh, 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 I'm, I'm Saturday, just in another couple – tomorrow. I'm giving uh, – I'm moderating a panel at the – Freeport Art Museum in Freeport, Illinois. They have a uh, they did a juried show, and then they were aware of Raqqa, and they invited me to moderate a panel with three other individuals about being artist, being an artist living in a rural place. So I'm doing that. It's excellent, you know. Thank and you. And th- I think again, one of the th- one of the things that's uh, so important, I think, is uh, and, and difficult at the same time, is to be able to kind of engage these little uh, communities, I guess, in a, in a in a way that's different than. I guess the way that we normally do through through pop culture, you know, to be able to right. kind of connect to local communities, people that are um, interested in making art or, you know, having an exhibition opening or having a performance or mm-hmm. something like that. It's really it's really kind of interesting to think about. And I don't know, I, I hope that, you know, dis- despite the fact that I think and I think it's always been like this for me, um, kind of like a love hate relationship with technology, certainly not like, you know, the ability to uh, and I saw this recently. Um, they had a, a photo of like a 1991 Radio Shack ad, and it was like you know all of the things on this page is replaced by the iPhone now. Right. You know right. all these different products. So I mean it's super convenient, but um, I I really like being able to kind of connect to that that local sense of place or that very specific 
interest. You know, I'm certainly more and more interested in people. Um, I don't know, figuring out what they're interested in. You know, and, and right. really paying attention to that as opposed to just um, kind of sitting by and uh, expecting the world come to come to you kind well, of thing. And well, that and just um, you know being entertained with American Idol. You, right, you know, right, you could right, be, right, right. You could be entertained with uh, cool stuff that's going on in your town right now. So it's, right. just, it's exciting to to hear about that, you know. Well, and if you think about it, there one of the things that I that I um, is think is important about what I'm doing with Raka is that there's, like, in every little town, there's, like, a really very high-quality gallery space. It's, like, amazing mm-hmm. to me. At least it, where I, I'm, I'm assuming this is around the country, um, but, uh, you know, where I'm from in southern Minnesota, there's just, like, every town has a great gallery that that honestly is is per- wonderful. It's, they're not coffee shops. They usually have community support. They usually have some kind of money. Um, and they have great walls, and so it's just a matter of sort of stitching these together. It's, it's I believe it's a, a, a network, you know, of exhibition spaces that are sort of, uh, in many ways, um, uh, it's a resource that's not used by a lot of artists. Sure, sure. And I, I think it'd be something that really be interesting is uh, the idea of doing, uh, I don't know, some kind of traveling show or oh, some absolutely. kind of exchange show. So, yeah, I mean, I don't know. The, and I think that's one of the things that you know I've kind of brought up a couple of times, but I mean. It's so fun about being able to connect so easily to people that, you know, essentially live, you know, hours and hours away. Right, you know, right, right. To be able to kind of coordinate something like that and, again, to kind of bring them uh, together, you know. Well, and, again, that's one of the reasons I think I started Raqqa because I became aware that rural America is, a, is, is actually a place. It's a place without geography. It doesn't have borders like a city. Uh, but because of technology, because of what we're talking about, um, it's a it's a way that that this this sort of amorphous area can be connected, and you can actually make boundaries and borders for you know kind of understand what who lives there and, and what they're doing. I think that's kind of a wonderful thing. So, yeah, and I mean, is there anything that's and I, I, forgive me if I asked you this already, but I mean, is there anything that's especially a pr- a surprised you? Because again, I I see you know every once in a while like a slew of uh, you thanking uh, new members of Raka, but I mean, like has what. Where's, have you heard any weird stories of people kind of uh, interacted in that capacity in a way that you're kind of surprised at? Maybe mm, that's an interesting question. I hadn't thought about it. Um, you know, I think I think I think people are now. This is surprising to me, but I think people are actually surprised when at the whole idea, the whole premise of Raka, this whole notion that there's contemporary art in a rural place. And so I think a lot of people sort of define, even people that live in rural places that do contemporary art, often think that they're making their art for these other places like New York or Los Angeles. And so they're making their art for this audience that really isn't where they live. And I think they are the ones that are surprised that, well, maybe there is an audience like next door that's interested in what they're doing. Now, maybe 30 years ago, 20 years ago, this wasn't true. But I think there's just there's been so many people uh, graduating with their MFAs, spreading out all over the country, uh, moving into different lots of little small towns, and they may be succeeding two or three states away, and then they find out that their neighbors are interested in what they're doing, and, and I think that's kind of they're, then they're surprised at that. So I think that's interesting. Well, and I think that's interesting. That th- well, we all think that's interesting. We say it a lot. Yeah, um, <laughs> it is <laughs> you interesting. Should, you should listen to yourself, edit yourself. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, God. <laughs> But I think, I don't know, being able to kind of, you know, like you talked about that, that mission of kind of collab, 
collapse boundaries and things yeah. like that. You know, again, it's there's oftentimes, and even just yesterday, you know, I was talking to a friend that was saying, well, you know, you live by Chicago, you know, it's like, you know, you, you could either have New York or L.A. or Chicago, so you're great, you know. And I think, again, uh, to me, I like, I want to be involved in, like, a community and in a place where, where people are active that, and, and certainly, like, Chicago is, is, a, is a place like that. But, again, it's really interesting to think about how that's, that's really going on everywhere, you know. There's opportunities for that everywhere. And it makes me wonder, too, I mean, if there's so many changes in, in terms of technology and the way that we live that, you know, is there going to be a different kind of support for this later? Or, again, like, I mean, I'm, I'm part of uh, Exchange Works, which mm-hmm. is a, mm-hmm. a website that, you know, artists can come on and mm-hmm. essentially trade for space or, right, right. you know, print shop, ex- you know, time or, or something where, you know, somebody wants original artwork and they have some kind of service to kind of offer. So, I mean, even in that capacity, something that becomes more interactive in terms right. of the audience uh, participation. Because I think, again, I mean, um, you know, for so long – and. Certainly, there's still you know people that are are dealers and mm-hmm. people that uh, represent artists, but I mean it seems like nowadays, especially that's something that uh, is dissolving just because it's so easy to have your own page or right, right, you know right. to come out with your new. Blo- there's so many great blogs. There's so many great, um, so mm. many great interview things. You know, it's so hard. Mm-hmm. It's it's again, it makes me uh, nervous and makes me uh, keep wanting to get good guests. But I mean, it's like there's so many great great things popping up. Right. Um, it's so extraordinary. It's, it's exciting, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So extraordinary is better than interesting. So, or it's at least a change in the word. But you're, <laughs> you're totally right. I mean, I think I think one of the things. I mean, you know, for me, like with this whole rocket organization that I'm making, one of the questions is, what am I going to do with it? I mean, I've been curating shows. I'm doing the magazine. Um, what else can I do? And and I, every little town, I was just driving through um, Dwight, Illinois. I had lunch in Dwight um, yesterday, coming back from Central Illinois, and. Um, I uh, um, was amazed at all the old buildings in their downtown that are totally abandoned. Just these incredible spaces that, you know, so many art that an artist could go and buy so cheaply. And I just think that that that's kind of the future for for a lot of artists. I think they're just going to be moving to these spaces. So I don't know if maybe Rocket could have some sort of way to connect small towns with artists, uh, get them to move there, get them to, you know, and, and I, so there might be something like that in the future for I, us. I don't know. I like the idea of taking over a small town. Yeah, I like that know, idea too. Or maybe an pa- parachuting island, in. a small town on an island in the Caribbean or something. <laughs> I don't, there's, so, there's something that appeals uh, appeals to me about that. There's that really like hippie colony uh, part of me that just think it should be so fun to just like start this multi-purpose space or you know, like um, there's a there's a town that you drove through, um, or at least maybe would have uh, driven by if you went through Peoria or in that area, mm-hmm. uh, which is Delavan, Illinois. Sure, I know. Yeah, um, I know Delavan. They have this really great uh, like restaurant that's all local, you know, mm-hmm. local uh, uh, produce and mm-hmm. you know farm raised uh, products, and you know they have like an ice cream parlor that's right. opening up and right. like a fancy liquor store. But it's just a small town, so you know, it just makes me wonder, you know. How much cool, funky stuff you could bring in, you know? And right. I think have it's something artists that, do the same, yeah. And you think about that too. That's something that um, often seems to get overlooked, you know, is just mm-hmm. how how you know people do come to uh, places from far away to check out artwork or go to museums or go to 
uh, other spaces where things are going on. And and I think I think you bring up a good point. I, and one of the things that I think is important about when, when I talk about rural America contemporary art, I talk about the idea of contemporary uh, within this context. And and you know if you think about, I mean, I, when I think of little small towns bringing in artists, I often think of like really sort of cringing type stuff, stuff that's like really. Um, and when I think of sometimes even of rural art, it's like really bad art in a way. You know, I mean, there's like, and part of the reason I think it can be bad is it. Maybe it's like overly sentimental, or it lacks a certain kind of um, uh, uh, critical edge. And so, I think that idea of contemporary and rural is a very interesting idea in the sense that it—it's—I'm suggesting that there's artists out in the in rural places that are making work that is also uh, has this—I would call it a, a critical component or or an edge to it that has to do with with culture and with asking questions about culture. And I think you know that used to be that sort of idea used to be more in the purview of an artist living in a city, in an urban area like New York, where they're making work that sometimes we use the phrase edgy. I hate that phrase, but it's work that I think that asks questions about uh, things that we take for granted. And so I think that is the the thing that the critical thing for me as this this person who's pushing this rock idea is that idea moving out into rural spaces, like that you can actually make work that is critical of the place, of of the people even, but it still is embraced. Sure, sure. So that's excellent, exciting. Yeah, I think I think stuff, it's a huge so. change. I really do. So, yeah. No, no, no. I and I think again, it just makes me uh, makes me excited to think about uh, what you get to talk to me about every every time that you come back on here. <laughs> awesome. Um, well. But before before I mean again before we kind of wrap up uh, in terms of just uh, me bothering you for twenty minutes no. or so. Um, but um, you know, you also, uh, if I'm not mistaken, get to go back to France uh, to yes. to do more research. So, yep. what what can you tell us about that? And maybe uh, we can uh, just remind you that again, there's a wonderful episode from I think around last summer uh, after you got back from France we the first time. That. So, if you, if you want to hear uh, the old episode, you can go back and find that. Um, oh yeah, thanks for but, that uh, plug. That's what, what you, so what do you so what's going on this time? Well, we're going back. We're just going back. We um. We decided when we when we when we came home last summer from we were, my wife and I were in southern France on the trail of the Black Madonna, um, and like David said, if you want to know what that's all about, listen to the old episode because I talk a lot about it. But basically, I was not. Um, I took a lot of photographs. I wasn't entirely happy with the photographs I took, um, so I'm going to change. I'm getting a different camera that works better in low lights. I'm getting a monopod so I can change my perspective on the shots. Um, but I'm basically, and then uh, then I know the spa- the place. This is, um, like I said, around the X region in southern France, uh, Aix-en-Provence. And we're going to basically just go back and recreate the trip and visit a whole bunch of other sites that I wasn't able to get to because now I know how to get around there. I learned the roads and I can drive and stuff. And so um, I, th- I think just a second trip is... Um, is needed to continue the the, the, the photographing these these um, statues. So that's what we're going to do. Yeah, excellent. And and how how much of this is planned before you before you go there? Do you? I I don't know. I have a I have a a feeling you just kind of step out of the airport with a compass <laughs> and you just kind of walk. Kinda, <laughs> but, kinda. I'm sure it's got to be more planned than that. But I mean, how much of a I don't know. Do you think that you're just going to be surprised just by something? You know. Like oh, it's it, uh, there. Yeah, when you travel like there, it's there's a surprise around every corner. It's really fantastic. Um, I think this time will be less, a little less surprised, simply because we we um, were able to visit the. T- we rented an apartment in a small town that I cannot pronounce the name yet, so I'll have to work on that. <laughs> but it's near X, and so it's a much nicer apartment, better located in terms of the different sites we want to visit. So we're just going to be able to be more efficient in this trip than we were in the last one because. 
because anytime you travel to a new place, you're just trying to figure out where to do laundry or where to, you know, do this or that. So with this trip, we'll be able to, we won't have to worry about that kind of thing. Where can I buy my bottle of wine and things like that? So, yeah. Well, and, and to put you on the spot then too, I mean, how in retrospect now, you know, um, I'm basically every week you, you, you're posting new stuff mm-hmm. and mostly recently it's been, uh, I've been throwing comments in there how, you know, like a 10 foot painting is just not going to fit in my apartment. <laughs> um, yeah. But I, I don't know how have these things kind of like met up with, uh, where you're at now in your studio practice. I mean, do you see that experience influencing, um, this time off? Oh yeah. Yeah. You mean the, the going to France and stuff? I yeah. Mean, I mean, you know, we've talked to you a couple of times right. now and you know, you've been, you've been, you know, exploring these, uh, pet portrait series mm-hmm, pet and, and all these different, um, mm-hmm. different projects. I mean, um, how, do, how does that work in terms of merging it together? And I'm, I'm sure that I can ask you that every time that I talk to you, but if you just had to think of something that you could piece together from that, that experience last time that's in, you know, in your studio. I th- I, well, I think when I'm thinking, I'm thinking, uh, uh, yeah, I kind I think that's a good question. One, the first sort of notion is that I think in my recent work that I'm trying to challenge or I'm trying to walk away from is the whole premise of merging things together. I think that idea in itself is sort of flawed today. The idea that, that if I come up with one idea and then I come up with an idea that's completely opposite that, that somehow I have to combine them. I mean, that's the way I used to think about my work, that, okay, I have to put these together somehow to make a whole thing. I don't think we have to do that anymore. Um, that's sort of based on this notion of unity or of completeness or something. Um, so I just sort of let one type of work lie over there and another type of work lie over here. But still, I only have one brain, and I'm not schizophrenic. At least I don't think I am. So they do somehow conceptually come together. And I think I think the Black Madonna um, things are sort of somehow adding this strange uh, mysticism to my work that I just don't quite understand yet because the Black Madonnas, um, not, I'm not going to go into it right now, listen to the other podcast, but they, they have this sort of mystical quality about them. They're, they're a narrative, a human narrative that's rooted in ancient, even before, you know, ancient, ancient ideas about um, the cosmos, why we're here, all that kind of stuff. And so I think that's something that's sort of being uh, put into my work that w- maybe wasn't there before. So if that makes sense, I don't know. Well, no, and it does. I mean, and I, I've, of course, assumed it's just because you're, you know, sitting out in your hot tub. Uh, <laughs> you know, In that yeah. minus 70, uh, 70 degree weather that you had a couple weeks ago, looking out at uh, giant black skies. Yeah, but, absolutely. Absolutely. But, um, well, it's interesting. It's interesting to hear about, and certainly uh, you're always you always got interesting things to say. So, well, thank you, uh, sir. Thank you for taking uh, you know twenty minutes or so here. Perfect. My pleasure. It's great to be here, and uh, you take care of yourself now. All right. Thanks once again for Brian coming on and giving us some time to talk about Raka and his studio practice. You'll want to visit his website, Rural America Contemporary Art and also his poorfarmart.com to see his own work. And again, his panel discussion, what it means to be regional, takes place at the Freeport Art Museum in Illinois, January 18th from 1 to 2 p.m. So if you're in the neighborhood, check it out. You can also visit my website, davidlinaway.com, and see some of the new works that I have up there that kind of deal with uh, reflecting on the places that I live, perhaps some smaller rural areas that I've traveled through. Again, that's always been a part of my work, and something that I'm interested in is architecture and small towns and just places in general. So please visit my website and see some work. Again, I'm doing a new body of paintings for a show called 
So Ill Perspective with John Reddington at the Rio Booth Art League in Delaware, and that's in March, and it runs March 28th through April 27th. Very excited about that, making a lot of new and interesting work for me, so you can look forward to a podcast with me and John about that in the future. And just some quick reminders. Again, if you like this podcast, please share it with your friends. You can easily use all of those handy buttons right there on Studio Break. And please reach out and connect. You can like us on Facebook. You can check out our page there. Again, we provide some previews of some of the guests that we have coming up, as well as make show announcements and cool things like that. So please like our Facebook page. You can follow us on Twitter, at Studio Break, and also follow us on Tumblr, and that is Studio underscore Break. So please follow us on Tumblr if you're on there. One of the easiest ways to stay up to date with what's going on in Studio Break is to subscribe to the podcast in iTunes. So please go ahead and do that. If you've been listening for a while, we would love it if you left us some comments. It just generally helps those around the world looking for new podcasts to listen to. Maybe they're junkies and they love The Moth and This American Life and Bad at Sports and all sorts of good stuff. And they just need other things to listen to. You can help them find that by maybe raising some awareness by leaving us some comments so we really appreciate you doing that one last reminder that i almost forgot about jan brant gallery opening january 25th is steve adair and melissa wilkinson their shows respectively are leaf forms and frontiers and again we recently had both of them on studio break so please check out their interviews and of course if you're in normal illinois or bloomington illinois central illinois please come out for the opening and say hello all right you've been listening to studio break we really appreciate it we'll talk to you real soon